in the testing process, you could also have some sort of automation that tests a certain exit or whatever. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Hugh. So I have a question here from a trader who's asking... Um, hey, Walter, I really need a trading plan that works because I really just don't know when to get out of a trade. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, this is common, right? This is something yeah. that a lot of people uh, go through and I have some ideas. What Do, do you want to hear my ideas or yeah, do you want to go, go first? It. Okay. Yeah. So um, my thoughts are that there are different types of traders, right? And we have different ways of, of interacting with the market. So you might find that it's really, really difficult for you to hang on to a trade. Okay. So there are things that you can do if you work out that you should be holding onto a trade longer, your, your trades longer, like you're getting out too quickly. If you figure that out by your numbers and the way that you'll know that is you'll see things like your, um, your, your uh, maximum favorable excursion is a certain number. And yet you're only taking a small fraction of that, like 20% of that or something like that. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you're, you have these signals that are giving you nice runs, overall on average, but you're not capturing <laughs> much of that, then you'll know that you're that something's going on with your exits, right? And you're not doing a good job. So you can automate those exits so that it, it does it without you having to interfere and changing things up. You can also uh, change your approach. So if you have like a, a 1R based exit or a 5R based exit or whatever it is, you can, you can have a, a trailing one as well. So you're adding trailing exit along with the um, target, but the most thing, the most important thing I think that traders, I think forget about is the way that you interact with your training system is that you are going to modify your training system if you're not trading in a way that works with your beliefs. So I'll give you an example. So if you have a trade and that trade goes up a hundred points, a hundred pips, okay. It's up a hundred pips, hundred points, whatever. And you, and you're like, or a thousand, I guess a thousand pipettes a thousand points but whatever it's it's going up for you and then and then you get out and then you come back the next day and the, the, the trade that you're out of that you, you're flat you don't have that opportunity in the market anymore it's gone because you cashed out the next day you come back and it's up 500 pips so you you just missed out on 400 you know you would have five times the profit if you had just waited one more day versus you're in a trade and you watch the trade go 500 pips in your favor, right? And then all of a sudden, you come back that evening or whatever, and it, and it retraces, it goes against you. And now you're only up 100 and you get out at 100. Now, in both cases, you basically missed out on 400 pips, but you did it in a different way. And so one of these scenarios is more difficult for traders to, to, to deal with. And that sort of tells you whether or not you should be using targets or whether or not you should be using... Um, trailing exits. You can certainly use both. And I like to use both because I like to kind of always be right, you know, and it feels good, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily the most profitable way. Uh, it's just more for psychological, you know, keeping my psychology in check, basically, mm -hmm. so that I, you know, I can keep trading. So those are, those are my thoughts. So obviously, in the, in the example I gave, if you have a situation where it's really hard for you to see that 500 pips that you had uh, disintegrate into 100, if that's more difficult, for you than having 100 pips and getting out and then seeing it go another 
up, you know, 400 pips up to 500 pips. If that's that, that situation, then you would not, you, you know, trailing exits are tough for you, but if it's more difficult for you to have a hundred pips and then come back and see that it would have been 500 had you waited, then trailing exits, you know, are more likely something that you should look at, or you can do both. I mean, it certainly is possible. So, you know, people say things like I, I need to know when to get out of trade as if there's a perfect way, you know, way <laughs> yeah. to know it's really more about you. That's the real so, question, right? Yeah. It's more about what you, like, how are you going to deal with this? That's the question. Yeah, exactly. When people say that they're, they're trying to, they're acting like there's a secret. There's no there's a secret. perfect one way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's exactly right. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that's a tough one, right? I think there's so many variables that you could put into an entry and an exit. And I think people get really wrapped up into that. And that's what I'm reading into the question that she's confused that, you know, there could be all these inputs for each thing. So I would suggest like separate out the entry, separate, separate out the exit. And then, um, you know, just learn from different people, learn different strategies, write it down on a piece of paper, your trading plan, and then just have the entry. And then with that one entry, test a bunch of exits, like this one exit, this exit, this exit. And see, yeah, like you said, we'll see what uh, resonates with you, what you like the best. Um, if you need a place to start, like I mentioned on the last podcast, just go with one R Like you talked about that, right? An R based exit. And uh, just kind of go from there. But otherwise, there are just too many variables and everything gets you know, shoved on you and you feel like you have to test every single thing. And uh, it just gets to be too much. And if you, if you can automate it and slap a, an automated exit so that you, you, as a discretionary trader, if you can just put all your focus on when do I get into a, a trade mm-hmm. and then the, the last half of it, the exiting part, you're just babysitting, making sure that the, the script does the right thing for you. That, that can be really helpful too for a lot of traders that you know, you're at that point where you're no longer in charge of taking profits that you know, the system is. And so it just, it just removes that element. Cause I've always found that to be the most difficult thing for me is, you know, when I was just trying to figure out, is the market still going to go or not? Right. Mm -hmm. It's just easier to, to have some rules that you use and that when everything is um, lined up and it says, get out, you get out, you know? And and if you can automate that, I think it makes it a lot, a lot easier. It it can be super overwhelming. I agree. It's one of those things where we, we can get to the point where just like, Wow, this is crazy. How how do I know? And you beat yourself up because you have mm. hindsight bias. So you yeah. beat yourself up for those situations where you should have held on. You beat yourself up for those situations where you shouldn't have held on. You should have got, you know, should have pulled the plug. But really, I think should should only relate to what the system rules are. Yeah. Not about what happens in the market after <laughs> the trade's <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the that's the issue is that. Your, your template, your rules, your grade, your score should come from how well you align your actions with the trading system rules and not what the market did. And that's where I think we get in trouble is we, we kind of refit, we kind of curve fit our trading systems to, to we adjust them to make so that they, did, they would have done better mm-hmm. you know, based on what happened in the past. And that's not, that's obviously if you do that too much in automated trading, systematic trading that's that's called curve fitting and the you know that's it's it's the road to ruin um they they're really aware of that as uh as system traders but sometimes discretionary traders we're not aware of it so much we're not aware of the fact that we're curve fitting we're not aware of the fact that we're doing slight adjustments to our strategy based on the recent market moves and and so in that instance we're we're actually it's even more dangerous what we do because we're not as aware of the fact that we are, we're making our system work really, really well 
on the trades that just happened. <laughs> There's nothing to do about the future, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, that's a really good point, and it brings up another thought also that um, in the testing process, you could also have some sort of automation that tests a certain exit or whatever. You can partially automate that testing process, and you can have all these testing scripts, and you just enter maybe manually, but then that script takes you out. And that can be an easier way to test the exit also. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, Walter. Thanks. See ya. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.